Hello everyone, I am Crystal Grafton Combs, and you're listening to Coffee Talk with Crystal. This podcast is a personal project designed to connect with the women of Alpha Omicron Pi and our greater community of sisters and friends. Sometimes I will answer questions from our sisters, and others I will invite friends and sisters to do the same. This episode is part of a special series highlighting our sisters in small business. I grew up in a family who owned and operated a small business, and I partner with my husband to do the same. Every day brings a new adventure, and I am so excited to share this series featuring our sisters in small business as they share their inspiration, their challenges, their success, and their advice for anyone looking to start a side hustle or branch out on their own. So thank you for listening, and now let's get to my next conversation. Hello, Dini Souza. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Crystal. I guess I need to say welcome back because you actually have joined us before as a member of AOPI's FS Pack. But today we will talk about what you do in addition to AOPI in the world of photography. But before we get started, I want to start where we always do, and that is at the beginning. Please share with us your AOPI story. So I am an AOPI from Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, which is the Kaisai chapter. Um, I was initiated, I was in their third pledge class. Uh, I was initiated in 1989, I think. Yes, that sounds right. Um, yeah, uh, I served as administrative vice president at, for Kaisai when I was a collegiate. And um, I have been extremely active in my uh, local Panhellenic group, which partly because we don't have a, a alumni chapter anywhere close for AOPI. So uh, that's where most of my leadership has come into play is through my Panhellenic group, but um, also served as the Network 8 uh, recruitment specialist. And I love that, but uh, I really wanted to work with collegiates. So um, I now also serve as Kai Sai's Panhellenic advisor. So um, that is my current role within AOPI, along with the Fraternity and Sorority Political Action Committee. So, yeah. So, Deaning, you, in addition to being a volunteer for AOPI, you are a photographer. Tell me how that came to be. Did you always have a talent for it? So, I, I would say that my story is very similar to a lot of the photographers that you're seeing today, but the difference is um, mine was, my, mine started a, a little while ago. <laughs> so I, in college, I was an English major and um, I don't want to offend any English majors out there, but we all know that we are really good at faking it until we make it. <laughs> Not with just our, our, you know, our words are really good about, you know, we, we, we do really well on paper. Um, so I would say that a lot, you know, there wasn't, where I lived, there was not a lot of opportunities for an English major. Um, so 
And we really didn't have the internet per se when I graduated from college. And so uh, everything was just very difficult for me. And so I became basically a stay-at-home mom, you know, that became my role in life. And I would say that the, the thing that sparked my photography interest was the birth of my first child. So my son came along 26 years ago and I bought a camera that was a film camera. And you know, when you have that first baby, you're just taking pictures constantly, right? (laughs) But I could not afford to develop terrible pictures. And the first roll of 24 pictures that I took, I think I might have gotten one picture that wasn't blurry. So with that being said, I took myself to the library and I got some books on how to improve my photography. And I started learning how to take better pictures because I'm not kidding. I couldn't afford to, because we only had one income. And so I learned how to take good pictures. And because I moved from a very small town away from, you know, that was the whole town was my family. And so with that being said, the whole town needed to get a Christmas card every year. So I decided, you know, my creativity, my English creativity and all the things that go along with that brain side that I was going to have the very best Christmas card every year. It almost became a competition for me. No, honestly. This is a new side of you that I do not know. I, I, my Christmas cards in the first few years, I'd say the first 15 years of my marriage were the very best Christmas cards. People would wait to get them. So I, I needed to have, you know, I, I knew that I couldn't afford to hire somebody to do this for me. So I needed to do it myself. Well, finally, one of my friends invited me over for dinner one time and she said, hey, if I cook dinner for you, because I hate to cook, if I cook dinner for you, will you take our family's Christmas card? And I was like, oh, sure. So we set up this Christmas card idea that blew everybody out of the water and I loved it. And so then the next year, a couple other people called and said, hey, Will you take my Christmas card picture this year? Oh, sure. You know, you know, I'll be over there. I just require that you feed me, you know? (laughs) So that went on for a couple years, probably four years or so. And, um, I couldn't, um, I couldn't justify the amount of time that I was spending on, you know, doing other people's Christmas cards. And, and all the money I was spending on equipment because now I didn't need, this was becoming like just my own obsession, right? Well, my husband who was into uh, cattle, he's a cattle broker, um, wanted to go to this huge cattle show being held in the San Francisco area. And that sounded absolutely miserable to me. So, we had been kind of bickering a little bit about how I was spending too much time 
and resources on this photography thing. And I said, well, you know, I think I want to make this, um, this photography hobby a business. This is probably about 13, 14 years ago. And my husband said, no, you, you, you're not going to be able to make this a business. That's ridiculous. And I said, well, I think I can. And I think I have some people who would want me to come take their picture in San Francisco. And he said, what? There, no, nobody's going to want you to take your, I said, well, how about you go to the cattle show and I'll go take people's pictures. And he said, that's never going to happen, Deanie. And I said, yeah, I can. So then I threw it out on Facebook. I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to be in San Francisco on this day. Um, does anybody want their picture taken during that time? Well, it turned out, and she's going to, I hope she listens to this podcast because she'll be really <laughs> interested to know this. But uh, one of my sorority sisters, her name was Lizzie Bermudez, or her name is, uh, she was a newscaster for the Bay Area, and I know I'm going to mess this up, but I wanted to say it was for um, ABC. Um, and she she was had taken time off because she had had a baby, and she said that her, her affiliate station wanted some um, current pictures of her and her family uh, as they were now because she was starting to get back into uh, reporting and wanted, they were kind of reintroducing her and kind of that sort of thing. So she said, would you take our picture? And I was like, sure, you know? So I went and took Lizzie's pictures and met her. And then a friend of mine, one of my, uh, not a sorority sister, but a college friend saw that, and she rerouted her trip uh, that she was coming down the California coastline and she met us in San Francisco and I chased her all over the city, her and her family. Um, and then there was another one. There was two, there, there was a total of four people that all met me in San Francisco and we just ran around the city in cabs and took pictures. <laughs> and that, they paid me and I couldn't believe that they would pay me. You know, so that kind of is how I started. It started on Facebook about 13 or 14 years ago. And from there, I did everything. I mean, I, I'm literally 100% self-taught. And I have done um, everything from babies, which don't really like taking pictures of babies, I learned, <laughs> to toddlers, which they're okay, but to uh, families, which are never fun because there's always somebody <laughs> mad. <laughs> to weddings, which are so much fun, but very uh, stressful in the respect that, you know, what happens if you sprain your ankle and you can't walk the day before the wedding, which I may or may not have experience with that. <laughs> Yeah, I just very stressful. Um, to high school seniors, which has become my niche and my passion and my focus. And I almost think that that might have something to do with the fact that I loved my sorority experience so much that I love getting those high school senior girls in my car 
And I sit them down and I'm like, okay, so what college are you going to? Well, you know they have an AOPI chapter there. Of course they do. <laughs> What's AOPI? Oh, it's a sorority and you should do it. <laughs> so I, for the last uh, probably nine, eight, eight years, I've pretty much focused 100% on high school seniors. And I've built a, a boutique high school senior business and I have kids fly in from all over the United States to take pictures with me. It blows my mind. I cannot even understand it, but whatever. So I have to ask you, when you and your husband end up making this trip to San Francisco and you have these clients booked for this trip, like what did he say, Deanie? <laughs> what do you say? What do you say when I leave the dinner table for 20 minutes and throw it on Facebook? This is a man who does not have a Facebook and never will. I, he doesn't even know how to turn the computer on, so he doesn't understand <laughs> social media at all. But I mean, we've gone from you're not. There's no way you're going to be able to create a business. To oh yeah, my wife's a really good photographer. <laughs> so he's he's a, he's a big supporter. But I do have to say that um, I personally probably could not support myself with just my photography income. Now that could have a little bit to do with my personal spending habits. <laughs> if I had to figure it out, I could, but I'm fortunate enough that I don't have to figure that part out. So well, this so is, this is my, my money that I don't have to really rely on, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I love a good side hustle. One of the women who my husband went to high school with is a wonderfully talented photographer, and bless her heart, as you were saying all of the things you hated, my mind kept going back to her thinking, how does she still take our pictures and love us today? <laughs> well, and, and we thought we would have only one, so we did all of those pictures and milestones and moments. And then we had another one and I thought, oh my gosh, we have to do all of this again. And I was, because I'm an only, I was very specific that if we had 18 month pictures of Aiden, by gosh, we were going to have 18 month pictures of Wyatt. And it was just, now they laugh at me, of course, but, but truly I didn't know any other way to do that. So I do think there has to be some natural talent for it which you obviously have, but did you have to do anything else to kind of learn the skill of photography? Like, what was it that became your calling card so that people would fly in and see you? Because that can't be like, I just found a camera and picked it up and looked great, right? Like, what did you do to get to that point? I would, I would probably have to tell you that being a photographer is 10% skill, and probably 90% personality. There is nobody who wants to have their picture taken and I love to hide behind the camera. I, I will be the first one to take your picture if I don't have to be in the picture. But it is, I, I would say that your personality and the way you make people feel when they're behind that camera is 100% part of getting a good shot. Um, I, I hear it often that I do really well with boys. I can't even think of one boy client that didn't go home. I mean, comes to the thing like, oh, I 
don't want to take these pictures. <laughs> but then they'll go home and tell their mom, oh, it wasn't bad at all. Oh, no, it's fine. And now I see all these boys out in public and they're like, hey, Dini, how are you? You know, so I think establishing that relationship with your client and um, just making them feel comfortable and saying, you know what, you look beautiful in front of that camera. And and they do. I mean, I, there's not one client that I have ever had that I did not feel like they looked beautiful. Photography is, I mean, you can take beautiful pictures. You just need to learn the rules of photography and there are actual rules. So you, you just learn those rules and you will take a good picture. You, I mean, and also, you know, knowing how to use your camera, of course. I mean, how do you learn these rules? Are they like in a book somewhere? Yes. Oh, literally they are in a book somewhere. You can, you can <laughs> Google the rules of photography and there will be anywhere between seven to, you know, and then people will make up a bunch of stuff, but there's, I mean, there's, you know, light rules, there's composition rules, and you just encompass all of those into what you see in that camera, and you're going to take a good picture. How do you reach clients? Is it primarily by word of mouth? Is it because of advertising? As a small business, obviously, if you're going to make decisions with advertising, that costs dollars, just like equipment does. And while there's not, I don't guess there's real film anymore, I guess everything's kind of digital now, but you still have to invest in all of those things. How do you reach new people to let them know that you are here and available? My business was built on social media. And this was, you know, in the beginning of social media and a long time ago, right? So there, I don't do any of the social media anymore and um, I'll just throw it out there as to why because it's, I think it's important for people who are interested in photography or um, starting a business and using social media. I had a client one time who uh, was extremely, um, and this is, this is probably six years ago, I think this happened. She was very worried about the number of likes that the picture I put on social media got. The picture of her? Yes, oh, the I picture see. of her. And she was, um, she, it, it, didn't, it didn't turn out well. Let's just say that she had some serious problems just with her own self-image based on the number of likes that my picture that on my social media got. Well, that made me say, you know what? I'm not going to allow a high school senior to judge their self-worth based on the number of likes that their picture gets, especially on my own social media account, whether it is my business account or my personal account. So, I kind of decided I'm not going to do that route anymore. Um, so, but, but there are plenty of photographers out there who do use social media and they do a fabulous job of it. I, I've seen, you know, they put their regular posters. Um, they 
utilize the stories and they do a great job. They haven't had the experience that I had and I hope to God they never do because this, this one became really not good. It, 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 judging her self-worth based on her, my likes, it was bad. And that wasn't the reason. I mean, this was just the tip of the iceberg that this girl was going through. And there's so many girls that base their worth on their social media account that I just decided I don't want to be a part of that. But one of the things that I do do is I have purchased lists from local area high schools and um, I send out, you know, I spend money in that and I have gotten lots of uh, business through that. Uh, I, I send out mailers. So believe it or not, those mailers are good. And I always, you know, get permission from everybody to be able to use their pictures. But, you know, they love seeing people that they know in the community on these postcards. So they, I end up getting called. So that has been really well, a good advertising source for me. But, um, you know, in the last, I'd say four or five years, it's just been word of mouth and just repeat customers. And those, those clients are obviously, uh, coming, you know, not, not as prolific as they were at one point because I don't farm it. I call it farming. I don't farm it as much because I have other business things that are going on between my husband and I that require a lot more of my attention. So that's what's nice about photography. I can kind of do it when I want to do it. So, or when it comes around. Sure. It's interesting that you talk about that balance because for a lot of us who are interested in having a small business, starting a small business, maybe growing a small business, we do have other things that are pulling at our time. So many different things that vie for our attention. Can you offer any piece of advice for people starting out in how to maintain a little bit of sanity while growing a business and taking, particularly in the art of photography, because because I think people do very much um, think that photographers are just sort of sitting around waiting for whenever the people call and they can just grab their camera and rush right over. And that is not at all the case. What would you offer to someone looking to break into or expand their business that would also help them maintain that balance? That's a really, really good question. And I'm glad that you asked that. So um, one of the things that I find that everybody is a photographer now because they can edit photos. Well, um, if you go on my web website, you will see a very just crisp, clear, looks exactly like, I, I don't do a lot of filters. I, I'm a very, what you would call traditional photographer. And I think that has really served me well through the years because I don't hop on to the trends of the different looks that all these photographers you know, one, you know, the bright and airy, the, um, dark and moody, the, I, I don't <laughs> hop onto those trends. I am a traditional photographer. I take a picture and I show the personality, but one of the things that I think is limiting to all of these photographers that are starting out right now is they think, Oh, I know how to use Lightroom. I'm a photographer. Well, I spend in the beginning, I spent way more time than I ever wanted to spend on a computer. 
I wanted to take pictures of people and I wanted to be a photographer. I do not want to be a Lightroom expert or a Photoshop expert. I don't want to be that person. I want to be a photographer. My job is to take a picture, capture my client, and then give them a product. Well, what I learned to maintain my own sanity is that there are people in this world who are Lightroom experts, who are Photoshop experts, and they can't take a picture or get a genuine smile to save their life. So I have developed relationships with Lightroom experts and Photoshop experts, and I take a picture and all those pictures go to those experts. And I spend the least amount of time in front of that computer that I can because the my time is the only time I'm going to make money is if I'm taking pictures. I am not making money by sitting in front of the computer doing Lightroom edits or Photoshop edits. And there are people out there who stay up on all those skills and are way better at it than me. And so why not pay them and let them do it? And I pass it. I mean, I, I don't, I pass it on in the form of my prices as well, because my time is worth a lot more than people want to actually pay for it. So if I can find somebody (laughs) who will do it cheaper, then it's better for everybody involved. And it gives me more family time, more time to do deed. To still be a person outside of what you do for your career, to still be a mom, to be a wife, to be a sister, to be a friend, I think is hugely important. Well, that, that was a game changer in my business. And if anybody has any questions about how to go about finding that person, you know, you're welcome to reach out to me because I can help you with that. That's amazing. Now, for people who are curious about you and your work, let's talk about how they find you. Okay. So, um, you can, if you want to see my website, it's at www.deniesouzaphotography.com and Deni, D-E-E-N-E-S-O-U-Z-A. Uh, you can find me there. And then, um, I'm terrible at my Facebook. I don't even know (laughs) when the last time I updated it was. Which is ironic since it's how you began. (laughs) I know it's so bad. I mean, uh, you know, I, I wish that I could make myself, uh, like social media more. (laughs) I do like social media, but right now I hate it. So I, there's a love hate relationship there that I can identify with someday. (laughs) Thank you so much. Before we go, I will ask you one more question. If you had any advice to offer any of our sisters and friends who are thinking about jumping into a small business, what would it be? I would say go for it. Um, You're never going to know if you're going to be a success at it unless you try it. And, um, you know, one other thing that I would recommend, and I, I noticed this through all of this pandemic, it's really important that if you start a business or you're in a business, make sure that your business is is what I like to call a consumable business. Something where people are gonna run out of it. You know, like like food or 
you know, I'm, I'm paying for things that are consumable. So I think, you know, especially photography, I mean, people are going to change every, you know, year, like you said, you know, six month, eight month, or six month, 12 month, all you know, the months, three, six, 12, <laughs> 18, two, three, four, five, six yeah. years old. Yeah, no, it, you know, the people, they change. And so they want to update those pictures. It's definitely a luxury item. You know, just think about that kind of thing. Like what's consumable makeup, shampoo, that kind of things. But you know, you're never going to know if your business is going to be a success unless you start. And, and fear is the key to failure. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. just go in there with like, you're not, don't have the fear, just do it. And don't worry about what other people think. Don't look, especially if you're looking into a photography business, don't compare your photography to anybody else's because what you produce through that camera lens is what your eye sees. And so don't compare yourself because you are unique and you're only going, you're going to be the only person that sees what they see because I could take the exact same picture that you think you and I both see and they're going to look different. So don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just keep doing you and keep practicing, get better at those rules of photography. <laughs> better and in a book. <laughs> I promise you're going to do well. Thank you so much, Jeannie. I appreciate you for having this conversation with me. And for all of you out there, I appreciate you. As always, thank you for listening. And until next time, stay safe and be well. Mm -hmm.